on this episode. And then, like, you can see his leg kicking in that little shallow water. But then the camera pans down, and all you see is his white leg. Yeah. And then black. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, nope, that's yeah. a wrap. <laughs> nope. They're like, uh, Mr. Smith, we were going to cast you for this part instead of Tom Hanks. You're going to get, like, $3 million, <laughs> but you're going to have to shoot in the ocean. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll go cut grass and be a poor-ass podcaster. That's what I'll do. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of No Country for Old Mark and Juan. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host... Juan Carlos Calderon Morales Smith Still. Ooh, the full name. Real quick, before we get into things, I want to thank everybody for reaching out to us. Uh, We need some reviews. Also, please hit us up on uh, Facebook. We're at No Country Podcast, Instagram at no underscore country underscore podcast and twitter at podcast underscore country you can also hit us up at no country podcast at gmail.com or if you feel brave which not very many people have you can hit us up on the voicemail at 346-291-0050 so now that all the fun business is out of the way how was your uh, halloween party one you know, <clears throat> there was a lot of candy. There was a few fat people. And uh, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was actually pretty fun. Uh, some really good costumes. Uh, one, of them, one of them came in as a, a video game character from Resident Evil. Uh-huh. And uh, he came in the door like he was playing the game. Yeah. And looked just like Leon. I mean, like, spot on. Had, like... <laughs> The whole outfit, the, the hair, everything, the patches, and Todd, that was Todd, and uh, anyways, it was like scarily good. So I knew, I knew there was competition. So, yeah. uh, anyways, we put up a couple of those pictures, I think, on the podcast, and then Jazz and I went as the cliche uh, Joker. Uh huh. And uh, what was their name, Jazz? Harley Quinn. Yeah, Harley Quinn. As you can see, I don't really watch those. <laughs> but uh, I like the outfit on Jazz, so then I just went with that. And then uh, it would actually, she did my makeup. It turned out okay. It's like she did a really good job on my makeup. But I realized, uh, I thought, okay, here's what I thought. I thought as the Joker being older and heavier, I would look a lot more like the Joker. Yeah. But I still looked like that older, heavier Joker ate that Joker. <laughs> and then became me as the Joker. So the face was just about two chins extra, but it still looked pretty good. So if you guys that are, are listening, go on on uh, online and check out. The podcast you can see stuff. this picture. You can see the picture of Jazz and I, and uh, you'll see uh, why our marriage is not equal. So, yeah, <laughs> but it was you know it was a lot of fun. I actually only like got the jacket because i realized like you're not gonna find that shit yeah in my size and then the rest <laughs> of it i got from resale shops so i felt pretty good about it but um yeah it was a lot of fun and uh nothing too crazy happened so yeah that, so that, you know that's good sometimes it's just you know when you're used to always crazy shit happening when like you have like a normal night yeah yeah 
I'll, you get a little disappointed. It's like nobody ended, <laughs> nobody ended up in the hospital. No fights broke out. Nobody you know? passed out outside. There was yeah. a zombie dog. <laughs> yeah. Nobody was stepped over any bodies going like, what happened to him? Like, uh, Did you know, James so. go as Slenderman? Yeah, he, he went as Slenderman for that. He, for that he looked like Slenderman. I thought that's what that was. Yeah. He, uh, you know, being that he's my tallest white kid. Uh, yeah. He literally looked like Slenderman. He's so skinny that it was yeah. uncanny. Was, yeah. Was, yeah. If you were scared of Slenderman, like, yeah, I was game over. Yeah. So yeah, that was a pretty good one. And then uh, I, but I, I decided to go on something that hadn't been seen because I had already kind of spoiled my panda outfit. Yeah. With my other party, so I had to come up with something new. And uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we, did, we ended up dancing and playing music, and we ended up playing uh, some kind of a video game Monopoly. I think it was called uh, Sonic. Yeah, Sonic Monopoly, and uh, it. There, it was simple, but it was really fun. I don't know. I actually liked it. So <laughs> that all aside, uh, the kids had a good time. Uh, I basically let them eat their weight in candy. <laughs> Which is you not know, that six, much. Seven pounds. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it went, it went really well, though. Now they have all have cavities in each tooth. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just had one of them. I think it was James when he had to actually get a filling or something. And oh my goodness! So you know that kind of got him on the on the on the path to taking better care of their teeth. <laughs> yeah, I uh, didn't. I didn't go there. Was, I didn't. I didn't get invited to any Halloween parties around here. Um, Jasmine, previously we were going to do something on Halloween, but now not able to. And I had no idea for a costume. So we had ideas for costumes. We just never made it because we didn't think we'd be able to do it. Dude, cheapest and costume for you, just get a light bulb, stick it in your mouth. There you go. You're, <laughs> fucking, you're fucking fester. <laughs> well, like, her her idea I thought was pretty funny, although it would have been it. super controversial. I think it would have made a lot of people mad. Oh, that sounds but perfect. <laughs> depends on the demographic of the party or whatever. But I, I was like, I don't know what I was like. I'd have to think about it. You know, I can't think of anything. And she goes, Well, let me think. And she like stopped for a minute. And I was like, What? What do you think? And I'm thinking something like cutesy or whatever. I'm thinking she's going to dress up cute or whatever. She goes, I'm Mexican. So how about I be Mexican and you can just be Trump's wall. <laughs> what <laughs> yep she's like we can get some cardboard and make a wall and i'll try and get over you <laughs> you're not gonna make it jess the wall's too tall <laughs> and i laughed really hard so I we thought, thought about for a little bit and then she's like we're probably just gonna make people mad if we go to a party like that and i was like i don't care <laughs> i was like if you can't take a joke then like why are you my friend seriously <laughs> Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, that that's really funny. And I, I was I, like, because and it's especially funny because she's like, here she is, hundred percent, like she's first generation Mexican and El Salvadorian, and she's like, this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of anything that funny. I, you know, <laughs> I I wasn't even planning on doing the couples. Like honestly, I had seen the stuff before and we had talked about it, but it was like. Ah, we don't want to be them because that's so like everybody's gonna do that. Yeah. And so we went and did other stuff, and you know, which was fun. But then it was like, but it got crunch time. We had to come up with like one more, <laughs> yeah. you know, costume. It just kind of fell into that way. 
because most of the women's costumes don't really encompass Jasmine's ass. So it was <laughs> really hard to find costumes, you know. It's like those proportions aren't really found in nature too often. So, like, clothes don't work. Work? Yeah. So it works for me. It just doesn't, you know. So that worked out that way, and then I figured, well, you know, I can just make the rest of my shit up. Who cares? No one's looking at me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the pictures. God. That's kind of scary. <laughs> I didn't realize Joker had no eyebrows until after she did the makeup. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. They're just like all painted. So then I felt like a poser, right? So like before I'm trying to do some like Joker research so I can like practice some Joker lines. Yeah. And then uh, it came off pretty well. But it was like, please, inside I'm like, please don't grill me. Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> <laughs> Please. This is an inch deep. It's an inch deep. Let's not fuck it up, please. You know? That's usually your problem. You can only get about an inch deep. That's pretty much what I do with everything. <laughs> and that way it keeps me happy. And I'm going to put a lot of effort. When <laughs> 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 uh, you get my age, you don't want to go for long strokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, here, here. <laughs> well, when you got five kids, man, you don't got time for those long ones. It's got to be quick. <laughs> quick and silent. <laughs> quick and silent. Is that why you live in the basement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sad part is I uh, pretty much moved to my mom's room, <laughs> sleeping in there at night in the chair. Because <laughs> uh, uh, she needs a lot of help even at night. She's got that thing called... Uh, Staying up all night. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sleeps during the day like a vampire. Comes out at night. So, uh, you know, I got to be there because she's, you know, she's used to me waiting on her hand and foot, literally. I think it's yeah. why she's like, you know, I adopted some little Hispanic children. I'm going to use them. So She's really picky, you know. Yeah. Three o'clock in the morning. Could you mix some mango juice with my orange juice? <laughs> sure. I was in a dead sleep. Not a problem. <laughs> but uh, she's doing well. She's doing well. Her health's doing pretty good right now, so I'm happy. Good. You know. Well, you know, you don't want to have those tragic deaths on the holidays. Oh no. And around here, Halloween's like one of our favorite holidays, and uh, so you know, it's kind of here. It's almost bigger than Christmas, probably. So, you know, that's yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah, Jess, like you can put her on the porch as a decoration. That's cold, <laughs> but. <laughs> And then she could, like, you know, like, wake up. Ah! That would be f- fuck some kids up. <laughs> yeah. I, every year, like, I usually go over to my father-in-law's house to help pass out candy. Yeah. You know, because I'm just, you know, I got to that age where, you know, fucking with kids is, like, fun of my only entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so when you see that real timid kid that's really scared to, like, trick-or-treat, I try to keep him there. Uh, I don't do that coddling for that kid. Look, the world's going to be hard. This is all training. Yeah. So I shake it real quick when I get hand the candy. <laughs> yeah. So, and I make sure they say trick or treat. Like, listen, kids, don't come up, don't come to the house and just put your bucket out. Let's not get lazy. All right. Yeah. It's trick or treat, or I'll just stand there and give you nothing. <laughs> we can lock eyes all you want in your little outfit. Trick or treat. And still my choice. It might be trick. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually kind of disappointed because Halloween's tomorrow, and every it's uh, being on a Thursday during the week kind of makes it a little bit harder. And then like 
I haven't done like I haven't gone to like any sort of like costume party or Halloween party since like 2008. So it's been like 11 years since I've done anything. Just because like before I lived up in a really rural part of California and never really there wasn't really many people that did anything like that. And so I mean literally lived out in the woods. So you can imagine I was not about to drive an hour just to go to a costume party. <clears throat> but a uh now I was hoping this year that I could do something with Jasmine and Hang because I thought that would be really fun. But with it being on Thursday, everybody's got like Hang gets up at like five in the morning to go to work, and she's got four kids, so it's really got to be something on the weekend. And even then, like you know, she's busy, so you just got to kind of take it as you you know when you can. Well, that's awesome. It kind of fucks it up too because being on a Thursday, it's like you can't have it your party after right like this coming week because it's like. All the, it's anticlimactic, right? Right. So you had to have it like basically when we did, which is now like you know almost a, a week ago. Yeah, it feels yeah. like forever ago. Yeah. I mean, like literally, I cleaned up the place. That's just, that's how long ago it was. <laughs> just like it's like it never happened. So, yeah, that kind of messes it up. It, what really fucks me up is like, why do my kids even have school tomorrow? Like they got this half day shit, right? Yeah. Like they go to school for like two hours. We all know they don't learn shit. Yeah. Because those. They're not gonna teach. They're not gonna learn anything on Halloween. No, uh, they're just thinking about candy all fucking day. So it's like, it's like, why do I even send them? <laughs> you know, all they're gonna do is already come home with candy. They're gonna pre-candy it up during the day, and then want to yeah. go out and get more candy. But see, Jazz and I got this shit all figured out. When you got five kids, what you do is you let them go trick or treating, and then you, under the guise of their protection, you take all their candy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> parents. Take my word for it. You call me shit if you want, but you got ammo to keep them righteous till Christmas. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so Jasmine like pulls all the candy. She gets pulls like eighty percent of the good shit out, <laughs> and we uh, and we like bag all that stuff up, keep it for ourselves. You know, we figured hey, we pay for these bitches all we all year. You know, like I get something <laughs> out of it. And uh, she actually goes and walks, you know, with them for the trick or treating, while yeah. I just sit and watch her dad drink and. Hand out candy. <laughs> so I, this year I was like, dude, look, it's going to be cold and shit here. Like it's supposed oh, to. Oh, yeah. It always is anyways. It's Michigan. It's like, why do we even fucking dress up? <laughs> yeah. But uh, like I'm thinking about bringing the propane heater. And just <laughs> bring one of my smaller tanks and just hook it up and sit there. Because uh, I don't want to be cold out there either. Handing out candy. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's no fun. Anyways, uh, so that's what that's what Halloween is, Michigan. It's always fucking rainy. It's basically the beginning of hell because it's <laughs> kind of like when we start our like five month winter. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it, man. Oh, mm. every year I'm just like, if it wasn't for family, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, it's I, a. Uh, I'd be. It south. was a. It was a nice seventy degrees today. Yeah, fuck you very much. <laughs> Yesterday I was cutting grass, right? It's yeah. like 44 degrees. In the middle of the day, it starts fucking ra- It's sprinkling, like like, like misting. And then yeah. it's sprinkling. I'm like, I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep, you know. So I keep, you know, by the time it's done, I had worked my way into a downpour. But I had worked my way into it slowly, so I just didn't care. And I just kept driving through the lake, <laughs> trying to. Finally, I just threw in the towel because the water finally soaked through all the layers of clothes, uh, my shoes, and everything. And I'm just like, just like I felt like 
what I used to perceive my dad as like the grumpy old bastard. On <laughs> God damn, you know, yeah, that part of life is like you're in your mid forties where everything sucks. <laughs> and uh, so I felt like a normal man for a minute there. It was really weird. I, uh, I was I was almost unhappy. It was strange. So, but no, I got I got it back together. But yeah, I didn't finish. So now, but it was worse though because the day before. I didn't even get hardly any of it cut. And I just literally made like these like pathways to where yeah. I needed to get to around the house, like from the house to the barn here, from here to the back door. Like, cause it was like the grass was so tall. I felt like it was like you needed like a machete to get to the house. And so I was trying to make it so at least at night I could walk without tripping and slipping around. Did you have everything. flashbacks to going through the jungle in Africa? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like when I got lost. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm sure they'll find me. And then like <laughs> 20 minutes goes by and I'm like, they're not finding me. <laughs> I'm literally just going to die in this complete tourist path. Like just, I might as well just be 100% white right now. <laughs> I feel like, because this is when we went to Africa a, a while back and it was like a touristy trail thing. Yeah. they take, And I, you know, I don't know how I got off the trail. But I got to some other one, and I remember thinking, I must look so stupid. This is, like, such a small area. They probably, like, have cameras, and they're just laughing at me. And some, like, you know, hut where the cameras are, right? Yeah. <laughs> look at him. He's still lost. He's going in circles. So, <clears throat> but, yeah. So it was, you know, not the craziest year, but that's, I guess, you know, good. Because uh, now every day I wake up, I'm like, whew, made it another day. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. Oh uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the day in Africa where I had an allergic reaction to the mosquito repellent. That was fun. Really, I don't remember that. What happened? Um, I remember the mosquitoes were really bad, and my uncle had brought like some mosquito repellent wipes, and they had like a super high constant. Like it was like you know like wet naps, but they were mosquito repellent. And so instead of spray, you like wipe them on your skin. And so I was wearing. Yeah, I was wearing like shorts and a t-shirt and so I wiped it over my legs and my arms and like 5 minutes later my my like skin started to like swell up and got really really red and I, and it started like burning. I was like, "What is going on?" He's like, "Oh no, you're having an allergic reaction." And since he's a nurse, he had Benadryl on him, so he had me take that and then that like combat, you know, started to combat it and I could finish out the rest of the day, but I was super tired because of the Benadryl. And then he was like, you must be allergic to something in this mosquito wipe. So I've never used a uh, that type of uh, mosquito repellent ever since. Yeah, but what if he was really just some, like, psycho who's, like, a nurse, like, but he's going to make you sick so he can, like, save the day? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Oh, my goodness. My mistake. Hold on a minute. Let me <laughs> save the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always have, like... I, Weird fantasies like that in my head all the time where I play out these weird ass scenarios and like I, you know, save not save the planet, but like, you know, save at least at least a good handful of people on a daily basis. Like four or five people that you like. Exactly. And sometimes a stranger just because I'm nice, you know. And uh but it never happens, but I'm always prepared. Like, no, seriously, like I sometimes I'll learn some really obscure like bit of trivia. Yeah. And then I play out the scenario where, like, I'm in the middle of a bank robbery and they're going to kill everyone unless they can answer this obscure question about The Simpsons. And then, like, 
Because, like, we live in a crazy world, right? Right. So, like, I could totally see some shit like that happening, like, sooner yeah. or later. You know, like, I don't know. The trivia killer. If you can answer the question, everyone lives. If you don't, you're all fucking dead. Like that's... Well, I got, the, I got the question for you for The Simpsons. Oh, really? I won't get it. What famous uh, late-night talk show host started out his career in seasons three and four as a writer for The Simpsons? As a writer? Yep. Three and four, so this is way back. Yep. Conan? Yep. No way, I got that right. You got that right. Holy shit. You know what I did, though? I just It was a law of numbers. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah, he's the baby-faced little redhead guy. He's probably about the right age. No one else has made it into that field in a while, because like, anyone that makes it into that, like, it's kind of almost like they're like grandfathered in. Yeah. They have to have some like just epic background. You yeah. know how like Jay Leno took over the Tonight Show, yeah. Because I'm old as shit, so I remember when that ha- when that transition happened, and I was like, "Who's gonna take over? You know, who's gonna handle yeah. that after Johnny? <laughs> you know." And then you realize shit happens, and it's like, "Oh, I was you know, I was a good you know, good deal." And then sometimes it works, and then sometimes it doesn't, because like Drew Carey as like the Family Feud guy, yeah. Like, I just it's still hard <laughs> for me. <laughs> Because he's not he's not rapisty enough. It's like the rapisty first guy. enough. Remember that Bob Barker, dude? You Bob just Bar- every every episode, I'm just like, I bet he fucked her. You know, like <laughs> when I but when I see Drew Carey on them, just like he's so nice, he didn't do. That. <laughs> so it's hard to tune in. It really is. It's not scumbaggy enough. You know, <laughs> it's like if they'd gave me that job, that'd be a good fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Family Feud with Juan Smith. (laughs) You know, or like when they transition. No, he's not Family Feud. He's uh, The Price is Right. Price is Right. He's Price is Right. It's uh, the comedian, the black comedian that's the Family Feud. Oh, I I know who you're talking about. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. By the way, although he does do a great job at that show. Yeah, he does. That was a good fit. Yeah. That was a good fit. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's just interesting how like when you, when those things happen or like when like a famous like TV telecaster like retires yeah you know and then it's like you know Ted Kapple comes on and is like I'm done you know or whatever yeah and like, Ooh, who's <laughs> gonna get the and then you know it's someone else and so it just really goes to show that like no matter how important we all think we are like there's just somebody gonna take our place yeah pretty much you just hope that they're. Uh, not as memorable as not as memorable as you, well, I guess. I don't know. Although you'd want to, something to like last, so I guess you'd want the best person possible. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you you would, but you, if you think of it like you can't really, it can't really like be a replacement, you know? Because like Johnny Carson to Jay Leno, two really different people. Jay Leno to Conan O'Brien, two different people. Then back to Jay Leno, and then now. Uh, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Fallon's just different. I like Jimmy Fallon, but he's just different than all the other guys were. Yeah, and like here's the thing though, it's like they all get dated though. Yeah, even like Jimmy Fallon, you know, every once in a while he'll still mention the 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 thing, like he'll say the same things. And yeah, it's like uh, Jimmy, that was cool like five years ago, bro. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm old as shit, and I know not to say hashtag whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one says that shit anymore, like, except you. So, it's weird, too, how that goes, because, like, TV always changes, too. Like, Saturday Night Live fan, like, back in the 80s. Oh, dude, yeah. Saturday Night Live back in the 80s was, like, 
the shit, man. I mean, yeah. everybody watched that shit. I mean, you didn't, you weren't cool. You didn't know shit unless you watched this show. And then yeah. it went, you know, it did some transitions. And then now it's like, I don't even know who's on there. Well, like it had a, like a resurgence back in the '90s with like Adam Sandler, David Spade, Will Ferrell, you know, and it had like a little bit of a resurgence. But now, it's a, uh, it's it, like you really don't know anybody who's on there. And I think it's basically a lot of that. Actually, I think is because sketch comedy is kind of like in a low point. It's in a very very low point, and it's been in that way for years. Like the last time I saw like a current. Uh, Saturday Night Live skit. I was like, this just isn't funny. Like, this is just, it just, it just doesn't make sense. I was like, I was like, how are people like? They must be telling people when to laugh because this isn't funny, and I just can't stand it. And I love sketch comedy. I love comedy. I love to laugh. But if it's not funny, I'm not gonna like force myself to laugh at it. Yeah, and I do too. And I love improv. But like, here's in the okay. It's also not fair either because the last times that I watched that show. It's like Chris Farley and David Spade are on that show. Yeah. Okay, how the fuck are you going to follow Chris Farley? Exactly. You're, <laughs> I mean, before that, you know, there were other there were other people, you know, but after that it's like that's like the pinnacle. Yeah. You can yeah. there's not going to be another physical 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 comedian like that. Belushi no. was like that for their generation cuz he was yeah. a big funny, you know, wild guy. And yeah. then they had him, but yeah, I mean, just that's a that is a big pair of pants to fill. My <laughs> yeah. My favorite kind of humor has always been like the ridiculous or the stupid or the absurd. And so Will Ferrell has always been my favorite from Saturday Night Live. And just because he's. Oh, stuff, he's, he's carried that show for so long. Like he, he did. He, he did. He, yeah. he carried it for so long. And so like I've always followed his like what he's done since then because He's just so out there, and there's really nobody else like him. Like, the closest person that gets to anything like him is Zach Galifianakis. Because Zach Galifianakis is really just kind of like that, that just, it's just bad humor, just bad jokes, but it's, it's just so dumb. It's hilarious. And, like, I mean, really, after that, you know, the only other person I can think of that Saturday Night Live has had that is actually been kind of funny was Bill Hedder, but that's just because he's really good at impressions. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, what it was, too, is Saturday Night Live was one of those shows where it's, like, you felt like you were part of the group, right? Like, this was right. friends. Yeah. And then everyone needs that horrible friend. And, like, they, <laughs> you know, and Chris Farley was the horrible friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was just, like, so unless you got, like, your own Chris Farley in your group of friends, you know, who knows? Yeah. Maybe everyone's got one now. You know, I don't know. But that's how it was, you know. It's, like, oh, it's going to be, you know, because I know a lot of times, you know, Socially, it's that way too. I'm sure a lot of people have like their group of friends, and then it's like if so and so shows up, it changes like the dynamic oh, yeah. of everything. Oh yeah, you know. And sometimes that's really good. You know, it's like oh, you know what? But this time, like you know, Joel's gonna be there. It's like oh shit, it's gonna be off the hook, you know, or <laughs> yeah. something like that. You know, I, I it used to be oh shit, Wad's gonna be there. That's you know, it's gonna be funny. And uh, and then I got old, and then when I fall, I can't get up. So now it's like everyone's like taking bets. You think he had a stroke? I don't know. But, or it's where did Juan go? Oh, he's sleeping over there by the stage. <laughs> nope, he's still alive. I heard him fart. <laughs> While yeah. you're simultaneously getting yelled at because someone wants their effing pizza, 
<laughs> From time to time, yes. <laughs> That's why at the Halloween party, I made sure I had a ton of stuff. <laughs> so that I wouldn't have any kind of uh, outburst over food. Uh, I, listen, my family has to deal with me having outburst over the food all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking starving because you know I, uh, with the diabetes and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't realize like how agitated I get when I don't eat until like you know like everyone's just like, would someone please feed that? <laughs> Someone get him a sandwich. Someone throw that dude a candy bar, some orange juice. Give him now later. God, like, quit being such a dick, Dad. Like, I'm like, you guys, is it really that bad? And then, like, from little voices all over the house, yes. Fuck you too. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I felt like a horrible dad this week. <laughs> I had one of the kids stay home, and it was like it, it seemed like he was milking it, and I was like, "Man!" So he wakes up. I wake up three o'clock yeah. in the morning. Kids playing video games. I'm like, "Excuse me, um, you should be sleeping." And I do let my kids get up before school because they go to bed early. Yeah. So I let them go, you know, play a little bit before school. But like, there's a rule: you cannot be up before five thirty. I mean, that's I don't want to fall asleep at school because you know, yeah. Play, Video games since 3 a.m. What are you yeah. playing five hours of Fortnite before school? Yeah, you're yeah. gonna be falling asleep later. Yeah. You know? So it's like so then I'm like 5 30, I go to sleep. I wake, I shit you not. Same kid. <laughs> I wake up, because as I do, to pee every yeah. freaking hour. I wake up, 5 15, I wake up, TV's back on, <laughs> kids back. I was like, <clears throat> did you forget how to read the clock? <laughs> what? I'm like, it's not 5.30, man. He's like, oh, well, I mean, it's close enough. I was like, <laughs> let me make something very clear. I am not your grandmother. I am not your mother. I am your father. And when I tell you 5.30, it's 5.30, not a minute before. Because I'd put him to bed the night before at night. That's such, now I'm like such a dad, right? It's like, yeah. Okay, kid. I let him stay up an extra hour, right? So I was like, okay, you got to be in bed by nine. My kids are really young, so I put them to bed at eight. They need a lot mm-hmm. of sleep, or they're whiny and shit. Yeah. So, parents, that's a, that's a tip. <laughs> if your kids are whiny <laughs> bitches in the morning, put them to bed earlier. Uh, but anyways, so nine o'clock, I let them. St- I was like, when I come back, I, and I even told them, I'm coming in at like nine o five to make sure you guys follow the rules. I come in and not, not one of them <laughs> even like got the shoes off. They're not ready for bed. At all. So I blow a gas. No, wait. I, I take that back. My youngest one was in bed. He was the only good one for once. It's so weird. It was like the twilight zone of children. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, my demon child went to bed early so he could taunt me more the next day. And then, <laughs> but the rest of them rough, right? So I have this. Right. Now, now, people might think I'm flipping out because it's 9.05. But listen, yeah. I got to run a tight ship here, man. I got too many people to deal with. So I'm like, 9.05 is not acceptable. You're supposed to be in bed at 9. Not yeah. looking for your stuffed animal that you lost two days ago. Not, you know, whatever. So, and I did my normal dad rant. Oh, it's 905. It's ridiculous. You know, and then, <laughs> so then later on when it was the same kid, then I'm yelling at him about being up too early doing video games. And then I had to go the third time. Oh, my goodness. By that third time, I think there was a yeah. vein coming out. A parent should not have a vein <laughs> in their forehead at 515 in the morning. No. Like, I should not be woken up and be that upset. So, uh, 
after I had him cry for a while and then repeated the phrase, I do not feel bad for your tears. You did this to yourself. <laughs> uh, he finally got it, and then later on came and apologized and everything. So, you know, hopefully we're back on track uh, because that's what it takes sometimes. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Being, being a good parent is a lot of work. When, if you don't give a fuck, it's probably not all that bad. You just ignore them. <laughs> I see it a lot. I see it a lot. You know, like, yeah. I was like, I see, like, you ever watch kids, kids going to a school? Shit. I used to drop a kid off and be like, who dressed that kid? What the hell? Look at that kid's hair. Does this mother, does their mother even know how to teach her how to brush her hair? Holy, look at the Mac teeth on that kid. Like, I'm like, who takes care of kids anymore? <laughs> and then even when people do now, like they want it like a high five. Yeah. Like you're supposed to. <laughs> people think I'm crazy because I want my kids to have matching socks when they go to school. You know how many parents I'll be like, you know, this is crazy shit. Kids out here with not matching socks. And then all these other parents are like, oh, dude, who cares? It's just kids. It's just socks. <laughs> I'm like, well, Brian. Pull up your pants and see if you're here at the office with mismatching socks. You probably are. Because your mom didn't love you because you had mismatching socks. All right? I'm trying to do the right thing. Don't make me feel bad because I want my kids to match. I literally make my kids go through the dad, like, your appropriate clothes thing. Yeah. Like, their clothes have to match. They cannot have holes. If they get a hole in their clothes, they're supposed to throw them out. If they get a stain on there that does not come out in the wash. And you put that shit on it, and you think you're going to school with, like, some tomato sauce shit that didn't come out or something? Like, I, no, that shirt goes in the trash. I'm not going to have you looking like I don't care. All right? I may not care, but you're not going to look like I don't care. All right? It's like, jeez. That's why I think, too, because, like, a lot of the older people, like, the, let's put it this way. The parents of the kids, the young kids, are in their, like, 30s now, most of them. I'm like that one that like people think like I'm the grandfather picking yeah. the kids up, but it's just because Jazz is much younger than me. <laughs> and then I see these parents picking up their kids, and it's all these like sweats moms. Yeah, I'm like, do any of you girls have a job? It's three thirty in the afternoon. Are those slippers? You're not even wearing socks. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Like, what happened to parents? <laughs> Am I alone, people? Someone, please, phone in and let me know I'm not alone. Is there someone else who gives a shit about what your kids look like? I'm not saying my kids got to have, like, you know, Abercrombie clothes every day and shit like that. But, I'm like, you got to at least have clothes that fit you. If one of my kids tries to walk out of my house in pants that are, like, two inches too short, I yeah. get upset. <laughs> I understand that you have growth spurts. I know you're a bunch of skinny white kids. But, like, I'll get you a pair of pants that fit you. Don't. Or, oh, when they grab their other siblings' clothes that are, like, way off. Yeah. Like, especially my daughter. I'm like, what shirt is that? There's no half shirts for you. <laughs> the other day she did this shit where she, like, tied it like the 80s where they, like, tie the shirt. Yeah, shirt. yeah. And there was, like, a half an inch of belly showing. Dude, I almost <laughs> came unglued. It was, like, I had, a, I had an 80s flashback. You started smelling Aquanet. Yeah, dude, I started smelling Aquanet. I fucking got pissed because her pants were too tight. I was like, what the hell? She had some kind of frilly shit on her wrist. Looked like something like the back in the Madonna days from like 86. And I was just like, oh, hell no. And it was like 40 degrees when she went to get on the bus. I was like, first of all, you can untie that. 
I'm like, you are not going to be hoeing it up at eight or, or ten. Excuse me. And I was like, <laughs> she's like looking at me like, what's a hoe? And I'm like, well, you're not about to be one or find out. So you're going to untie that like a, like a normal shirt. And then you're going to get a sweatshirt and a coat on. Dude, she was so pissed. She was so pissed that I made her wear a sweatshirt and then a coat. Like, I was like, oh, so this is where it starts with little girls, huh? Okay. All right, so we're going to, we're drawing battle lines now. Cause I'm like scared as shit. Cause like, she's going to be a teenager and have an attitude like my wife. I'm screwed, man. And she's super cute, which, oh, why couldn't I just have an ugly daughter like everyone else? <laughs> like everyone else? Dude, compared to my daughter, I'm sorry. Your kids are ugly. All right? My daughter's better looking than yours. You don't believe me? Send me a picture of yours. Let's send me a picture of mine. But I'm not going to really do that because you're probably a pedophile and I'm not falling for that shit. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. My daughter's like super cute. Yeah. Right? And, like, and she does crazy shit. Like a couple years ago, she just walked off. What? You ever have a kid like actually disappear to where you're like, you get to the point where you're like, okay, this isn't funny anymore, and then like you gotta call the cops. <laughs> no, that I, happened. Oh my goodness! And she's so cute. I was like, oh god, the first like any bad person that finds her, like that's a wrap. She's on yeah. a milk carton, man. So like I'm having a complete freaking meltdown, right? So I already told my kids next year the first one turns thirteen. Yeah, nails going in all the windows. <laughs> I got glass block in the basement to keep them sneaking out that way. Upstairs, I'm nailing everything shut, man. I'm gonna. I got surveillance cameras on the outside already. I'm ready for the yeah. teen years, man. They're not gonna get away with shit. Forget the nails. You just need to get some star bit uh, three and a half inch construction screws. They'll never get those out. I already got a bag right here. <laughs> They're actually no shit. They're in the next booth. In yeah, where the I lift up the booth, they're right in there. Wait, I already got them. Because <laughs> I was that kid that would try and get away with shit, right? And I got yeah. a couple. I got a couple little mischievous smart ones. And yeah. then they started going to the neighbor's house, which I never let them do. But I have this neighbor that has like a horse farm, like yeah. a boarding uh, stable, like just one house up. And they're super nice couple. And so I actually let them go to a friend's house for the first time, which I know that probably sounds crazy to the. To some parents that you wouldn't let your kids do that. But then this world's crazy, man. I don't know. Yeah. It's a big horse farm. There could be some weird shit going on over there. I don't know. <laughs> so I, what I do is I send all the kids over. So I got enough that are going to be doing recon. Make sure that shit's on the up and up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to find out what these neighbors are all about. Strength in numbers. That's right. And at least if there's four or five of them over there, at least I'll probably have one of them with a decent conscience. <laughs> that'll just knock the rest of them out and then i'll make sure i reward that kid with a bunch of candy <laughs> that way we i keep my inside sources i got i got informants in the group you know i don't let them know which one i use but i definitely got two informants in the group that i use and uh and the thing is i got one girl three she got three brothers right the young yeah. ones so uh yeah she's screwed dude there's eyes on her 24 7 her brother's <laughs> Her brothers are, are watching her, her younger brothers. And then my oldest one, he can handle the adults. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're good. We got guns. We're ready to go. <laughs> but see, that's the panic shit that I was like, you know. I mean, uh, why? See, he's just cute. Why? I, you know, I, <laughs> I know this sounds terrible, and I'm sure our, our, our listeners can handle this. But, like, one day I was just like, would you stop? I tell all the time, stop it. 
She's like, what, daddy? I'm like, stop being so damn cute. <laughs> I, I yelled at my seven-year-old. I'm like, hey, hey, Jack, did you get me some muriatic acid? <laughs> He's looking at me like, what's muriatic acid? I was like, you don't stop being cute. I'm going to have to put a little bit on just one side of your face. Just a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Something. Then someone's going to have to really love you from the inside. But I mean like mind. You know what I mean? And you're going to have to have a great personality. Because right now you're too cute. I don't know. You don't really got to have a personality when you're that cute. I don't like that. <laughs> I still try to convince you that unicorns aren't real. Right? Damn it. <laughs> It's not it's not fair to be that cute. I was an ugly kid. You know what I mean? I had that like that messed up tooth. <laughs> I had bad hairs. And damn it, I grew up in the eighties. We all were ugly. Yeah. You've seen photos of the or you, you that strangest thing show that you're talking about, right? Oh yeah, stranger things. How they like yeah. emulate the eighties really hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know how bad it was. Well, I remember the eighties too. You can? Yeah, I can remember it. I was born in eighty one, so I remember the. Oh, late okay, 80s. yeah, you were. Yeah, you remember the late eighties. Oof, man. At least you, but see, at least you came came through in the nineties. Things got a little, a lot better to me. It seemed like in the nineties for like styles and stuff. Except for the mullet, that wasn't a good thing. No, but at least clothes started to fit people properly. That's true. There was way too much camel toe in the eighties. <laughs> it was way too just everything was shiny. I know I talk yeah. about it a lot, man, but a lot of my adult trauma was from growing <laughs> up as a teenager in the 80s because <laughs> Jordache jeans were in and they were skin tight and they looked great on some people. And on other people, it was like, damn. <laughs> and then when spandex hit, it just got out of control because people thought that because it could stretch yeah. to your size, that was your size because they were all supposed to be tight. But when you wear orange and your ass is the size of, like, a small car? <laughs> Don't go to gym class and then expect me to be a nice person. I I have limits, man. Right? You're a 16-year-old kid going to gym class with a girl over there like that. Like, listen, I don't fat shame people. I am fat. But when you're 16, don't, and you're, don't do that, girl. Don't. Oh. So thank God that at least now. Well, th- here's the thing. And I was happy because things went baggy then. There was like yeah. this baggy face. Then all yeah. of a sudden they did the retro thing back and then skinny jeans came back. And yeah. now and listen. <laughs> the girls came out okay with the whole thing. But then guys now they they just got it bad. Because <laughs> later on all the yard gnome guys with the skinny jeans. Yeah. Like they're gonna be like, why did I wear really skinny jeans and then have a beard? It's so <laughs> confusing. <laughs> because the bottom is totally questionable and then the top it's like are you trying to overcompensate like a lumberjack <laughs> like what is going on i just don't get it because at my age because i never thought i would be that age where like i look at like young, when i say young people i'm talking like late 20s early 30s to even mid 30s sometimes and the, yeah the, like the styles they're rocking and i'm just like pretty sure you're gonna regret that you're gonna regret that like my outfit in 87 <laughs> yep and there's gonna be pictures of you at christmas and skinny jeans and like all that with half you know that where you're one nuts lower than the other and it looks like a camel toe <laughs> but you're gonna be like 29 at least i was like 15 when i had my embarrassing face <laughs> yeah and you're like oh i was going through puberty that's why 
They'd be like, I was going through Mamberty. Because, like, they don't even... Nobody knows when they're a man anyway now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all still doing the same shit. They're all still playing Black Ops. Jacking, yep. off, jacking off just like they did when they were 16. Because they, you know, <laughs> a lot of them have no game because they can't talk to girls because they just text. Are and, you serious? Did you see what just happened? No, I tasted what <laughs> just happened. And this I'm is surprised you didn't explode. I'm going to demand that Jasmine is never in the room again when I do a podcast because this bitch listeners just sprayed fucking Aquanet by me. <laughs> and I just watched it happen. You know what? <laughs> All right, fine. I'm going to go dad on this. No dick for you. All right. <laughs> No dick for you. And I had plans out of this podcast. <laughs> Cutting you off. And listen, this isn't easy for me. You think I want to do this? I don't want to do this. This hurts me. T- this hurts me as much as it hurts you. <laughs> but damn it, it's the principle. No, I'm totally going to break. You know that. <laughs> Seriously, though, stop being a bitch. Rob. You know, get upset. Uh, See that? Just can't. No, I swear I won't say a word. I'll just be <laughs> in the background. It won't bother you at all. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So that was my my rant, I guess, for the day. It was just my stressed out worrying about my daughter because there's just so many hoes. And I just and and here's the thing. And everything that they look up to is so slutty. Yep. Every like. Every girl singer, you know, like they, they come off clean and then two years later they're doing spreads and hustler, <laughs> swinging on nuts and videos, their ass sticking out. Like, I can't, you can't trust anyone. <laughs> like, pretty soon the Pixar characters are going to start twerking. I don't even know what's going on, man. It's like, I used to be able to even just like, okay, let's have watch cartoons. Shit like that, but then I started watching this Happy Time Murders movie with Jazz last night. Some, you know, it's like corny lady, whatever, and it's like it looks like it's like, and it said something about Henson at the beginning of it. So I'm thinking like, oh, this is like, you know, Jim Henson, like, yeah, no, man, it's like the no. most perverted shit. You cannot watch that movie, parents. If you <laughs> pick up the movie, uh, the Happy Time Murders, uh, yeah, it's rated R for a reason. <laughs> All right, there was a time when this would have been rated MC-17, except that it's uh, like Muppets, because there's like a, a scene in there like really early on in a, in a porn shop where like a, an eight-armed uh, octopus is jerking off a cow. What? I swear to God, just milk everywhere, man. I was just like, my mouth dropped, and I was like, dude, when shit can surprise me and offend me, like, like I was like... I look over it and Jazz's mouth is wide open. She just goes, My whole childhood is destroyed. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just thinking, I'm so glad I don't like this in any way, shape, or form. I guess I'm not weird. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, so uh, look out for that piece of classic cinema, people. Jeez, man. It's almost like stuff now. It's like, like to be offensive, what you have to go to. Yeah. <laughs> You got to go beyond me. But it's on film. I was just like, wow. But here's the thing. It made me feel a lot more comfortable about what I say. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Because 
There's no octopus and cows here on this show. Nope. Not at all. Yeah, but that, that I don't know, man. Stuff is just nuts today now how things are. Like, and then I today started having like a little fear. I mean, I had just like a twinge of fear that like my kids might find like just a piece of a razor blade and some candy. Yeah. But then I thought, nah, I don't really think that'll happen. And here's my theory on that. Uh, people are way too lazy to do the work to do that now. That is true. Right? Like, back in the old days when there weren't safety seals and everything, you could just chuck a couple cyanide in a Tylenol bottle. Ah, eh, you know, yeah. it was easier. But now you'd have to, like, you know, CSI it, wear gloves. Yeah. Know they're going to be checking for some DNA. Yeah. I know I sound suspect. I'm just saying I watch a lot of, you know, see, a, you know, shows on that kind of stuff. And it would be, I think these days it's a lot harder to get away with things. But still, though. Oh, it like, definitely I, is. But there's, I guess a lot of it had to do with the fact that, like, uh, a week ago at my kid's, like, junior high, a kid sliced up another kid in the bathroom with a razor blade. What? Yeah, all over the fact that he told a, another kid about a girl that he liked. And he could not handle it and, like, waited for him in the bathroom and then went after him with a razor blade in the face. Oh, my god! Like a sixth grader or something. Oh, my goodness. And you know what I bet? I bet you that kid didn't have matching socks. <laughs> Go back, check out that surveillance camera when that kid came to school. Bet you that kid's socks didn't match. <laughs> it's just a theory I'm kicking around, but I'm pretty sure. So I was just like, God, like, what do you got to do nowadays? Like, I'm like, I feel like I got to, like, send my kids into school with, like, combat training. <laughs> Like, and my kids go to, like, good schools. Like, we live in a pretty affluent area. It's yeah. not like my kids go to, like, some, like, low-grade school that doesn't have a lot of money or something like that, like the schools my wife grew up going to. Yeah. yeah like, I couldn't imagine if my kids went to, like, some of those schools now. Man, they're not even close to hard enough, man. Yeah. But, yeah, that's crazy that that stuff happens, like, still. Like, that kind of violence still, you know? And then, like, a couple weeks ago, another kid at the high school, like, someone picked on him, and there was a big thing at lunch, and then the uh, kid went home and, like, killed him, hung himself. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's, like, the fact that they still say, like, all that bullying shit doesn't happen. Like, yeah. I know I talk about that a lot on here, but, like, I was really proud of my uh, my, my six-year-old. Yeah. Because uh, some kid tried to cut in front of him at line in line the other day at lunch, and he says to me, he's like, Dad... I told him, because he's really small, so yeah. kids keep, like, picking on him, thinking, like, he's an easy target. He said, I told him, you don't cut in front of me. <laughs> and the kid kept trying. He said, I told him, Dad. I told him twice. Don't cut in front of me. He tried to cut in front of me again. And he goes, so you know what I did? And I was like, what did you do? He's like, well, I sidekicked his knee, and he went down. <laughs> and then I got on top of him, and I started, started punching him in the face. <laughs> And I was like, I didn't hear anything about this at school. Like, how do you how do you get in a oh fight like that? But and then he tells me like this has happened two or three other times where he's had to do this. Yeah. And then uh, yesterday he comes to me and he goes, "Guess what, Dad?" And I was like, uh, "I'm thinking like what now, right?" Yeah. Like you're gonna get suspended, like you're expelled or something, you know? And he's like, "Nobody picks on me at lunch anymore." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I told him you have cut front of someone else." You. Don't pick me. <laughs> pick some other kid. Pick a kid behind me. <laughs> and it's like, how do I, what am I going to say? 
You know, like, don't do that. Let's like let them take cut and let them, you know. I'm like, geez, when did when did school lunch become like prison? <laughs> it's like every day you're gonna come and cut in front of the line, take my pudding. Like But I always wonder, like, is that how it starts? Like the kids get picked on like that, and then over time they eventually snap and come in shooting. Like I I'd still rather have them like just get it out now and like get it over with. But I admit, like with that one, every day I'm expecting a note coming home. Like, oh, you kicked off the bus again? No, because he just got back on after another seven days. So it sounds like I'm not really doing good parenting. <laughs> but you have to understand, people. This is one of five. It's one of five. Okay, I think I'm doing pretty good. I got a twenty percent fail rate. <laughs> But he cleans toilets. That bumps him up 10%. So it's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. But yeah, that's 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 uh that's my life, man. <laughs> I got uh I got the funny kid, the the wild kid, and uh I don't know. I got a couple smart ass kids. <laughs> I have that one with crippling depression. <laughs> <laughs> that kid is funny as shit. What's funny is I realize I do, I definitely need to dial down the cussing yeah. in front of my kids because I, I heard them the other day. I heard the, the youngest one go, oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, what? Did I just? And he goes, well, he killed me, dad. And he's like playing like <laughs> something. It's like, oh, well, that's perfectly acceptable then, son. Of course it is. But then I thought, you know, no, no, I, I'm being a bad example. He realizes what I'm doing, and he's not stupid, so I neither need to correct that behavior or I need to teach him how to control it like I do. <laughs> but, I, but I have to. So I think I'm just going to go that route. Now, son, when you get a job, you cannot talk like that. But at <laughs> home, I just don't really give a shit either. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't if know. You, what if, unless you want to, like, install drywall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, and every day these schools like send home some shit that's going to cost me money. That's the thing that pisses me off. They always got a fundraiser for this and a fundraiser yeah. for that. Do you feel like giving money to the children and blah, blah, blah? I'm like, no. Give money to these five kids. They can really keep shoes on these bitches. Come on. <laughs> Quit digging me for cash. And they always make it something super fun. Like, yes, but if you help these kids, you get to go roller skating with your friends. Yeah. You know, and then my daughter's like, dad, 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 dad. Oh, my God. It's like a bad alarm for me. That's how I know. <laughs> like, other people might know when their kids are home. Like, they might see the bus and they hear that, you know? I don't. Yeah. First thing I hear is, da, 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 da. <laughs> and then, like, oh, God forbid two or three of them get home at the same time. Da, 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 da. I'm like, don't you got a mother? <laughs> Bug her. <laughs> One kid goes, yeah, but you're the one with the money. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> if I give your mom some money, will you go fuck her? <laughs> <laughs> but you know she has money because when I was there, we already established that she asked you for money and then you forget you gave it to her. She she probably has like 10 grand stored somewhere in the house. <laughs> yeah, it also gets child support that I don't even know when it comes. <laughs> so she's probably just got stacks of money in like the inside the walls somewhere that you don't know about her. It's like shoved in like... You know, oh no, it comes out because, like, last week she was like, Look at my new tattoo. What? <laughs> when did you get that? What the hell? Like, don't, 
what? I'm like, can't you imagine? Listen, man, I can't imagine me just like disappearing for a couple hours and then like coming and like doing that. Like that, that, that would seem so odd, so sketchy. Yeah. If I did that. But I don't know. I just, it's jazz. You know, you never know. Of course, she doesn't do weird shit like I did today, like buy an awkward couch that doesn't fit through a doorway. <laughs> and then demand that they help me push it through the doorway in a rainstorm. Yeah. Come on, put your back into it. They're all like, we only weigh 100 pounds, Dad. Like, push harder. That's funny. I moved a couch today in the rain, too, and it was soaked. It was so heavy because all the cushions got soaked. That, you're kidding. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. I, I put it in the back of the truck. It didn't have a tarp or anything, but it was the deal, yeah. son. <laughs> I just figured I'll get home, throw some soap, scrub it out, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let it dry. But then all of a sudden, Jason's like, I'm hungry. Can we stop and get some? I'm like, bitch, it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want, honey? Yeah, we'll get that. Listen, all the husbands know you cannot have a hungry wife either. It is true. You don't want uh, your woman to be hungry because she, oh my goodness, the angriest, I think not angriest, the grouchiest I've seen Jasmine was when she's hungry. It was the day we went to New Orleans. We were driving over there. So we get like halfway there. She's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, well, where do you want to stop? So we stopped in like Lafayette. How long of a drive is that for you guys? It's like five and a half hours. Oh, damn. That is okay. That's a drive. <clears throat> so like it was, you know, and so I was like, you want to get something to eat now? I was like, we're going to go get some gumbo when we're there. Do you want to get something to hold you over? I'm going to get something to hold me over. I'm like, okay. Like we still got like two hours left to go, but let's go ahead and go. So she's like, oh, I want some French fries. Let's go to Wendy's. So we're in Wendy's and I'm like, you do want anything besides the fries? I'll just have a Coke. Okay. So a Coke and fries. Do you want anything else? No. That wouldn't sure. hold over a Smurf, man. <laughs> you know me. I don't eat much. Okay. So, like, we get halfway to New Orleans from Lafayette. She's like, I'm hungry. And then it becomes, like, a literal, like, every five minutes. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And then she I'm becomes hungry. a shit demon. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we got to where we were staying. <clears throat> and I am, like, where we stayed, everywhere is in walking distance. But where do you want to go? I don't know. I'm like, well, let's go down by Jackson Square. We can find some good gumbo down there. And I'm like, do you mind if we walk? I kind of want to walk because I've been sitting in a car all day. Dude, that's a death sentence. What are you doing? No! (laughs) So, I did not realize how hungry she was (laughs) because I was hungry, but I was like, you know, eh, I'm going to be okay because I'm used to being hungry because when I work, usually, like... I eat an insane amount of food, especially on days when I work. For me to be full all the time, I have to eat even more than I normally do, and I just don't do that because then I just gain weight. So I was like, "Oh, oh is that I'm what okay. I'm doing?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, "I was like, oh, I'll be okay. It's only going to take us like 20 minutes to walk there. It's not going to be that long." So we like start walking, and she just got grouchier and grouchier, and finally she's like, "I'm hangry." So then we got to a place we wanted to eat, and we're sitting down, and I kid you not. Like every two minutes, she was like, where's my food? Where's my food? I'm hungry. Where's my food? And I was like, what has gotten into you? She's like, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I was like, okay. So from a, uh, then on, I've learned, um, I'm just going to make sure that she always has food in her. 
dude. Because if she I'm, didn't eat at work the other day this week and like called me on the way home and the whole drive home. Mark, I'm so hungry. I was like, ah, stop and get a sandwich. Get something. Don't come <laughs> over here with that shit. Uh, I'm not even there. And you're like, I can't help it. Well, my salad didn't have enough dressing or they forgot my dressing. Just eat the salad. Who cares? <laughs> like, so what if it doesn't have dressing? It's still food. In her defense, <laughs> if I tell you I'm hungry and then you follow it with, well, we're just going to walk for 20 minutes. <laughs> That's probably not going to go well. I'd be like, excuse me, walk what? <laughs> no. No, you need to feed me now. <laughs> so I learned from that. So I. Th- <laughs> But the funny thing is, is she eats so little. I'm like, what? How does this make any sense? <laughs> She's like, have two bites. I'm done. Thank you. I'm like, what? You serious? Yeah, you can have the rest of my food. I'm like, oh, okay. But uh, that's just how it is, I guess. Really, what I've learned is what it is, is she just a uh, doesn't really want the food. She just wants to go get dessert. So she'll snack on the entree and then go get like a big dessert and like a, you know, a drink somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, I see what it is. You just want the waffle and ice cream. That's what you want. <laughs> and uh, no offense to you ladies out there, but that's most of you. OK, mm-hmm. let's be real. Uh, yep. my, my wife, <laughs> I go to pre- <laughs> I take chance to breakfast all the time. I shit you not, this is what she orders. Could I have some mashed potatoes with chicken gravy? And what is it, y'all? And a grilled cheese sandwich. This is like 8 a.m. And you're stocking up on some carbs and grease. (laughs) I've seen that. When we went to Romeo Family Restaurant, she ordered that. And I actually said, I was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, this for breakfast? It wasn't like it was like 11.30. And she's no, like, oh, it's like 8 in the morning. I was like, like, what? <laughs> she's like, I'm going to wake up mashed potato. <laughs> like, who does that? How are you alive? You should, you know, and pissy. She should be huge. <laughs> People, you'll have to go online and see just like the quick pictures of Jess. She's had four children, and that's what she eats for fucking breakfast. Okay? Lunch to her is like two hot pockets and some mac and cheese. And mac then, and cheese between two hot pockets, make it into a sandwich. Exactly. Yeah, and then a nap. That's lunch. Like, she should be like 300 pounds. It's so unfair. <laughs> Anyways, oh my yeah. So, I don't know. I, and that's when I just really realized listen, man, I appreciate everyone's efforts for getting in shape and all that, but genetics just plays such a bigger role. You know what I mean? No, because I, I, if I looked and ate the food that she ate, I would already be dead. Yeah. And then in between snacks, she just smokes. <laughs> so it's like. Well, there's a lot of the reason why she doesn't gain weight right there. Really? Yeah. If you smoke, you t- people who smoke tend to be skinnier. It's not working for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you found like the unbalanced part of that. And so you were like, you if you would like cut back on the calories and the diet Pepsi, you, it might start to work for you. But you're like. Bring me my effing pizza. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. actually what reminds me of that is last night I went to a 
a party at a friend's house. And uh, there was this dude, Eric, there. He's hilarious. And so some his wife was telling him something about, like, pizza. And she was like, you know, we just need to get you, like, a personal pizza. And he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. He goes, honey, he goes, every pers- every size pizza is a personal pizza if you try real hard. And I was like, you are my kind of guy. <laughs> I was like, I've actually eaten a whole large pizza before. So, yeah, it is true. Yeah, and only in America, like, where we're at, you can actually order an extra large or an extra, extra large extra. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like, large isn't big enough for our fat American asshole. <laughs> All right, I'm going to need that double X to match my shirt. All right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so pull the tag. That's my pizza. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, you know, that's how it goes, man. It's And it, here's the thing. It's like, we have Jets, which is, like, really decent pizza. But it's, yeah. like, that thick, you know... Greasy, yeah, Detroit style pizza, and it's really good. But like, most people can put down like two slices of this stuff, dude. I can eat a large, like it's like, well, yeah, like a personal pizza, because <laughs> <laughs> it is personal. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna waste it; it's just expensive. I'm eating every bit of that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm that guy had... that's like picking it off the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was there and you ordered that, I had eight pieces of that. Jasmine was like, "Are are you okay?" <laughs> And he's, he, that's when you just go, hey, remember I lived here, right? I, it's, come, <laughs> it's coming back to me. Like when I go in the South and I get the Southern accent and you come up here and the appetite comes back. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to blend in with my surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come in here eating your one slice. It's my shit out of you. <laughs> one slice of pizza. That's good for me. I'm like, do you realize what you just did? You snacked. That's not a meal. <laughs> you know, it's funny, too, because even the Happy Meals here, there's like yeah. an extra large version of that for your fat kids. <laughs> like, what the? I, I was like, seriously? So, like, would you like to add an extra sandwich to that Happy Meal? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hold up. There's like a two-sandwich Happy Meal? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Of course, I don't go to McDonald's like ever, so that's probably why. Well, in our town, it's kind of one of the only places that's around, and I don't like them, but, you know, kids. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) I think I swallowed a bug. Ew. Like the last bug of the year. (laughs) You know, and he wasn't big enough, like, for any kind of protein, just enough to irritate my throat. Ew. Uh, I hope it wasn't a spider. <laughs> Crawling around your insides. <laughs> yeah, I convinced my kid the other day uh, that they had like a tapeworm. Cause I was, oh, my goodness. Because I, I was pissed because like I wasn't. Uh, <clears throat> let's put it this way. When I was doing laundry, I wasn't finding enough underwear. <laughs> like, does, does, that, does that seem obsessive? Okay. <laughs> yes. But like. If you, I do the, I do the laundry all the time, so I know yeah. who wears what, how often people change their socks and underwear. I expect to get a pair of socks from each kid and a pair of underwear every day. Yeah, I don't want to go two weeks and then all of a sudden see a pair of underwear that, and then go, oh, oh my goodness, I haven't seen this kid's underwear in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I got to correct that. So yeah. then I, you know. 
My version of parenting is to gently pull that kid aside. No, it's not. My version of parenting <laughs> is to blast that kid in front of his brothers and sisters until <laughs> that kid gets harassed to death. And then tomorrow, everybody's going to remind them they need to change their underwear. I don't got to do it. <laughs> you can call me shitty, but at least their underwear won't be when I wash it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious because i take two showers a day and i wear two to three pairs of underwear a day like in the summer when it's hot and i sweat a lot i'll wear three i'll change my underwear two three times a day because i'm like ooh, gross i need to change yeah we do when you're a man we're just nasty dude you just gotta like constantly i just i really do enjoy being clean i'm just like no i want to be clean i want to not stink i don't want to be sweaty so that just means i shower a lot yeah. And I enjoy showers, so it's a win-win. Yeah, I do a lot of chilling in showers myself, man, because I'm always sore, right? So, like, I wake up in the middle of the night. I usually, t- I, some nights I take two or three showers a night. <laughs> so I get so tight and everything, and it's one yeah. of the only ways to loosen it up. I mean, jazz works on my back and muscles on my body every single day. And for the listeners, that's one of the reasons I love her is Jasmine really helps me out with pain by doing that massage and it is brutal to to work on me. I'm really difficult to work on. And so sometimes to help out, like I'll, I'll use the heat, you know, in a shower to loosen myself yeah. up. So yeah, but that's why when I had the water heater replaced uh, in the spring. I got like the biggest, like single water heater you could get. Yeah. And uh, man, it's awesome. I can run, a shower for over an actually I've never ran it out actually. Oh wow. I've never ran it out a hot yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a lazy American who's, you know, <laughs> just a gluttonous asshole. Just out there burning trees. <laughs> sucking up ozone. I probably should probably have like some solar panels just to compensate for the amount of energy I use for my showers. <laughs> I was just to say, just the cost of your monthly electric bill, you need solar panels. Oh, yeah, dude. Our electric bill here is huge. huge. It's, like, embarrassingly huge. <laughs> like, people that conserve energy would be like, he sucks. I'm never listening to that podcast again. <laughs> there should not be commas in your electric bill. <laughs> but you know what? I run out here, too. Yeah. I mean, there's lights, black lights, disco balls, fog machines, strobe industrial lights. Industrial fridges. Yeah, a couple industrial fridges. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so no, no. you can't expect it to be low. No, it's, dude, I, I sometimes I pass that meter. That yeah. bitch is just. <laughs> it's like, oh, gosh. So, like, one of the things I did when I did come here though, was I switched, like, every bulb in the place, like I talked about before, like, to the LEDs. Yeah, and that did make a huge difference when you're running that many bulbs and that much. Yeah, it makes a difference, man. Yeah, uh, because is it? Yeah, because the fridges out here they run twenty four seven. Oh yeah. Well, it is winter pretty soon, so they won't be running too much. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, they could just freeze. Yeah, I started up the truck today for the first time when it was like cold enough, and uh, yeah, she was cold, and I was like, oh man, now I got to start plugging the truck in every day. Oh, it's not man. even like Halloween, man. We already had, like, a hard frost where, like, if an animal had, like, stopped moving, it would have, like, been stuck, you know, like a little carpet. Yeah. Like Velcro. Come here, little squirrel. And then he would have been, like, you know, peeling him off. So, yeah, there's nothing That's... growing now, man. 
No, that's actually funny that you say that because yesterday one of my friends uh, posted on Instagram. She used to live in California and then she's now moved to Kansas City. Yesterday, she's like, it's snowing, like driving down the road, like, you know, taking a video and like talking about it snowing and how she doesn't like snow. And I just sent her a message. I'm like, hey, it's 74 here. Come visit. (laughs) It was 74 there yesterday. Yep. (laughs) And sunny. It was uh, cloudy, but it wasn't. It was still warm. Wow. Like a cold front came through and it dropped down into the 60s. Like in the at the evenings, on the cold nights, it's been like 55. Oh, we're down in the 30s now every night. Yeah. Yeah, like almost freezing, like 34, 36. <coughs> so yeah, it's 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 uh, it's Michigan, man. And here's the thing: like Michigan sucks too because it's not like some other cool states where it's like Vermont or like Colorado where it gets cold. But they get a lot of snowfall, so they have like a lot of winter sports and all that. Yeah. No, it gets so fucking cold here, it doesn't snow. Yeah. It always it just freezes. Right. And then it's just ice. Everything's just sheets ice. Sheets it of ice. I noticed that a lot of times it snows when it's just around freezing or just yeah. above freezing, like just enough to where you get like the really nice snow. But it's so cold here most of the time, it doesn't snow. It's just effing cold. Yeah. And the wind chills are just brutal, you know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we lived in Duluth, Minnesota. This is, you know, it, it can be worse, but damn, you know. And then <laughs> Michigan's just ugly in the winter. Yeah, it's just, just a bunch of dead trees and flat and ice. And don't forget those beautiful roads that we have out <laughs> yeah. here, where you just, you know, I mean, even in the truck, sometimes I hit bumps so big, I'm like, how does a car? Make it down this road. I'm like, my duels just jumped over. Like, yeah. side shifted. I'm like, you know, it. our roads are horrible. I don't know. It, because of the weather. It's not because people think it's because, like, Michigan doesn't take care of the roads. No, they are constantly working on the roads. It oh, is the weather conditions here are brutal. Here's what yeah. it does. It warms up during the day. Then it freezes at night. Then it warms yeah. up during the day and freezes yeah, at night. So every day, that water just works its way into a crack and freezes. Yep. And then it works its way into that crack again tomorrow, and then it freezes. And by spring, these cracks swallow children. That's how yeah. it goes every year. <laughs> yeah. I get I get a flat every year just from a pothole. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And it's not – in Michigan, it's like if you try to like go, I'm going to sue you for my flat tire because of a pothole, <laughs> even the courts <laughs> laugh at you. <laughs> they're like oh if we had a case for everyone who got a flat in a bottle like that's everybody yeah, the state would be more broke than they already are that's why there's a lot of tire salesmen in michigan man seriously we have a tire shop in my town alone a small town there's like yeah. three tire stores oh dude it's it's funny you say that because here in texas in the town okay within uh, less than half a mile of where I live, there's three tire shops. Four. Sorry, I just remembered another one. So in less than a half a mile radius, there's four tire shops in this little town I live in. Yeah, and it's I'm like, nuts. how? What? And you keep going down the road, and there's more. It's like every mile, there's like a grouping of tire shops. I'm like, how are there so many tire shops? I'm like, I need to start a tire shop. <laughs> and <laughs> they're everywhere, so, dude. They're so expensive. It's like you get a set of tires. You're like, do I got to take out a loan? Like. A car set of tires is like six hundred. <laughs> My truck, when I just got those done, fifteen hundred and fifty dollars for like 
not the bottom, but like mid range yeah. and yeah. like the best deal in town. Not yeah. rims too, man. Just yeah. rubber. I was yeah. like, that's more than I used to pay for a vehicle. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. You're just like, how often do I got to do this? Like, yeah. that's one of the reasons why I'm, I don't know, man, that, that truck is like the maintenance on that thing is just like insane. I got an oh, oil yeah. change, man. It's a 10,000 mile oil change, though, because I'm one of those people like, I don't want to stop every 3,000 miles and get an oil change. So I get yeah. those long ones. So, it's yeah, it's like almost 300 bucks. Dark. Yeah. Yeah, because that thing takes a ton of oil and they're going to charge you for that. Oh, yeah. I think the actual quoted oil in it is something like it's close to nine quarts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest, but it's the biggest engine Ford ever made. It's a 7.3 yeah. liter liter turbo diesel. It's yeah. a freaking, it's a, basically a semi. So yeah. it's like, you know, and then I drive it around town like it's a car and feel like <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> I pulled up, like I said, I pulled up my neighbor's uh, ranch the other day, the ones with the uh, with the horse farm. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, we need to, you know, get some, take this truck, get some work done." I'm like, "Please, it's embarrassing." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, She's like, "Well, what do you do with it?" I'm like, "I get groceries." <laughs> I'm like, ah, I, I tow my mom's trailer like once a year. <laughs> you know? I tow it around to the back of the house for Mark and Jazz yeah. for once a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what we did too. <laughs> We're like, well, we need to have somewhere else for people to stay. It's not enough room in the house. Ah, we'll just bring the trailer up. And, <laughs> and yeah, so now we're finally going to shut it down like in the next couple weeks and move it into storage because, uh, you know, they take it down. I'm going to rise it and do all that shit to it. Oh, yeah, you have to because it's just so cold and icy. And yeah, and nobody wants, would want to stay there in the winter. You'd die. Oh, you no, there's no way. You would literally die. Even with the heater running at full tilt and those things, you're not staying in that thing yeah. in Michigan in the winter. No. There's no there's no insulation in those walls. It's just paneling. <laughs> paneling and aluminum. You know, it's weird too because those trailers are so expensive and but they have to make it like light enough that you can tow it. Yeah. But sturdy enough so it doesn't fall apart. So yeah. It's like it, that's why they're just not like a house. They're just yeah, nowhere exactly. they're no they're not even like a mobile home. No. Not even, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a, a few eighth inch pieces of metal with some like probably fiberboard for insulation in between. That's yeah. it. So, yeah. It, yeah, you know, it's not, uh, it's not where you're going to be staying if you're homeless or anything else either. You know? <laughs> no, definitely not in that climate. You could get away with it here. Like in the winter, like maybe a week or two a year, it'll get down into the 40s or 50s. But I mean, it's not. That's as low as it gets there. Yeah. Like, for the like it snowed here once in the last like 11 years and it was like a light dusting and it was gone by lunchtime it melted off by lunchtime like when it gets cool here we're like it'll be a couple weeks like the, a cold front can come through and it'll get into like it, at nighttime it'll get like the coldest i've seen it was like it got down to like 26 one night and then on an average on the coldest it's like in the 30s and it'll get to freezing but um I wouldn't even own like pants I if I lived there. Oh no! Like I would just I, own shorts. It's it's it sucks because I'm somebody who loves to wear hoodies. Like I just bought uh, J Flex's hoodie. 
you know, he I I yesterday I just ordered it. By the way, people, go check it out. It's really cool. I just ordered mine. It's only thirty dollars for shipping and handling too. That means that includes shipping and handling. So it's thirty dollars for the hoodie, and you get it shipped to you. That's included in the cost. But um, I love hoodies. But I have one hoodie, and it's like half as thin as a normal hoodie. So it's really light because, and that's all I need most of the year. And I have one heavy coat that I bought in new England, like two years ago. With some clam chowder. Because I went to new England and I didn't have the appropriate like cold gear because I came from Texas. Like I go and I land in Boston and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's so cold. So I go buy a big thick winter coat and I have it. And I wear it like one or two times a year. Boston's brutal, dude. Oh yeah, Boston's worse than here. Yeah, yeah I went they get there a lot the last water. two winters. I went there to there in Maine the last two winters, and it was so cold both times. I was like, "How do people live here?" Yeah, I remember when I was a kid in Biloxi, Mississippi. I had I was so young that I we had we had lived other places where there was snow, but I was too young to remember yeah. it. And it was the first time I saw snow. I was about eight years old. And for like a couple of minutes, it snowed right on the coast, and it was like such a big deal. I remember it. Like I remember it with the same level as when, I think it was later that year, Elvis died. Yeah. Okay. The same thing happened when Elvis died and when it snowed. The same thing happened exactly. And I was driving. We were driving down the beach, and all of a sudden, this event happens. Yeah. It snows, or in the other case, Elvis dies. <laughs> Traffic stops. Everyone's getting out of their cars. Now, when it snowed, people were putting their hands up going, oh, my goodness, it's snowing. It's so weird. Oh, my gosh. Like, people were freaking out to drive in it. When Elvis died, they got out of their cars to cry. It was, but it was still, but it was that impactful that it snowed there. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I can remember what it was like to be in a warm environment. It was kind of like when I came to visit you guys out in California back in, like, 09, and it was like, it started to sprinkle outside. People, <laughs> I shit you not, it was barely a sprinkle. Someone comes running into the house like they had just announced that the nukes were let loose. They were like, <laughs> it's raining. It's raining. No one panic. But you're gonna, please, everyone, it's raining. You're going to need to roll up your windows before your cars are flooded and ruined. I heard that water getting inside your vehicle is really bad. So you're going to need to go roll up your windows. And I'm like, I go outside and I'm like, Dude, it's barely sprinkling out here. And yet, I see all these people, like, running around to their vehicle, you know, starting yeah. them up to throw up their windows. And I'm just like, you idiots. <laughs> and then I moved to a place where, like, <laughs> uh, two years ago during Hurricane Harvey in Texas, they estimated 300,000 vehicles were destroyed by floodwaters. Yeah, yeah. When you when you when you actually get to like be in a real flood, we're yeah. like we're like, despite even like normal cars, but where you like rolling a truck and water's yeah. coming in your doors, yeah. water's scary, man. Water yeah. is really scary. It's one of the only things I'm afraid of. As it being like Halloween tomorrow, I was thinking today, what am I really afraid? I'm not afraid of really anything except yeah. water, like deep water, moving water. Because yeah. water's so powerful, it just sweeps shit away. Like, you have no control. Because I've been in, uh, like I said before, I think we talked about it, I've been in, like, Class 5 Rapids by accident. Yeah. Probably the most horrifying experience of my life. You've never Dude, felt I've so never helpless. been what? 
Oh, I've never been whitewater rafting and I never will go. I hate water. I have a serious fear of drowning. I've never, I've been invited on so many rafting trips and I've never gone. I'm yeah, just like, nope, I, I'm not going to I die. wish I had never bullshitted that I could like professionally swim. Yeah. I was like, okay, I deserve this drowning. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was absolutely terrified. And I, I just thought, because I, like I said during that trip, it was just guides mostly, and we were like some of the only tourists that went on that. And there were nine boats or seven boats or whatever, and we were the only one that didn't capsize, that did oh not go down in one of those hydraulics or whatever, where it, like it spits out a boat that weighs hundreds of pounds, like it's a freaking like like potato chip, and then people go flying, and the water's like freezing. <laughs> like it was a it yeah. was a one nightmare, and I was like, why <laughs> did I pay for this? I signed up for this. I lied, said I could swim. I had no idea. Well, because what I had been on White River tri- trip before, class three, yeah, which is still like you know it's like scary and like when I was a kid and I was like twelve or thirteen, and it was a different it was a different setup where a person oared you around, you yeah. didn't paddle. And this one, I was an adult and it was a lot different. And then because of the severity of the water, we had to paddle. And yeah, you're not even supposed to be on the waters when it's like that. It just happened while we were there. Because of the uh, melting snow, which I didn't know <laughs> is where all that water comes from in the spring. So don't go early, I guess. And that's uh, why it's so cold. Yeah. And so, yeah, most horrifying experience in my life. So I was thinking today, gosh, that is something I'm scared of is water. Like my sister, she always goes on these trips, like, you know, like to the Caribbean and shit, and, like go snorkeling. And yeah. then she'll like send me back these videos or, or uh, pictures because they do like that GoPro shit. Yeah, and then it'll be like her and her husband like swimming, and then all of a sudden like a fucking barracuda, like yeah. goes under them, or like I'm not even kidding, man, like a shark and shit, like just swimming, or you know jellyfish. I don't know. There's like eighty thousand things that they can kill you, I, you know, and you can see them all too because that water they're always in is like that perfect shark water where it's warm and salty and clear, and they can yeah easily see where to bite in your fat ass, like. <laughs> I don't know how. And then they always do that thing like, oh, we just got so wrapped up in what we were looking at that we ended up being a mile out. A mile out? <laughs> I, I'm up, I get freaked out just thinking about that. Like, I yeah. can't watch those movies. Like, that 47 meters down and shit, those, those yeah. movies probably, like, don't scare most people. Horrifying. I, that Jaws didn't scare me. That yeah. shit, that kind of stuff scares me. Like, I would rather watch, like, any horror movie at night in the woods by myself than do 20 any feet behind your barn, quote, in the woods. In the woods, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would go watch a Ouija movie in the woods before I'm going on a snorkeling trip. And then it's like, yeah, we didn't realize it. They told us we went out too far, but we made it back. What? <laughs> I'm like, man, that is my nightmare to be, like, out. Like, I can't even watch Castaway, man. Yeah. Like, when he's just out there on that fucking raft and that whale goes by, I just about die. I'm like, oh, I was a whale. Like, I know that whales don't eat you, but it's really big. And it could have knocked you over and then something that can eat you could eat you. I don't know. I I don't. I don't. (laughs) I like tubs because I can see the bottom. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i don't mind i don't mind a really clean swimming pool like that can be up to 14 feet if i can i'll go down and touch the bottom we're all good 
But even yeah. like in Michigan where we have like, you know, I'm in the state of a thousand lakes and all that. Like I don't, I don't, I don't do lakes, fam. I don't go in that water. <laughs> I, don't, I don't go like even in the ocean, you know how like when you live on a coastal state, you know, and that, yeah. that coastline's always that dirty water until you go out far yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. If I can't see my feet, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not doing it, man. Cause I remember what happened when I went out to California with you guys and I was like, yep. I had never been to the Pacific ocean. Right. Yep. So I was like a typical <laughs> idiot. Um, I, first of all, I didn't know that the Pacific ocean is like uh, ice that just yeah. moves. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't it's matter cold. how warm it is outside. Your balls are like the size of raisins. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that, but I go out there and then I didn't realize that just like in the movies when those, that little rip, that thing that when it sucks you back. Yeah. And then you remember saving me. Yeah. <laughs> because like, li- no, you like saved my life. I literally was drowning. I was like, this is it. <laughs> This is fucking it. I haven't been in this water. Two minutes, I'm already drowning. No, this isn't me waving. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. No, it's not funny. Drowning. And then finally, you were like, oh, I think Juan's drowning. And then, like, you just came over all casual, like, and saved me. Like, you casually say people are drowning? This is the most dramatic shit of my life. And you're just like, yeah, come on up. We're going to make some marshmallows. Now, bonfire. What? I almost died. I'm about to have, like, a spiritual awakening and shit. We're just like, we're going to make him some s'mores up there, singing some songs. I'm like, I'm all up there, like, Kumbaya. <laughs> Give me some Jesus real quick. <laughs> that water, at first it sucked my nuts away, and then it almost sucked my soul. <laughs> and then you guys are like, I remember that too, because like a few minutes later, everyone's like, we're going to play some volleyball. And I'm still like in the trauma. Of the, I almost died. <laughs> How are you guys playing volleyball? I'm still over there shivering, but I'm not just shivering because it's cold. I'm shivering because yeah. of the trauma. I'm having like, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder from almost drowning. I mean, like, and it was so fucked up because you were like, you just dragged me up on the shore and then, like, just dropped me. <laughs> and then just went running off. Like, hey, you guys can play that can game? I'm like, you haven't even waited to see if the water's coming out yet on my lungs. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's got a wetsuit. Looks like a beach whale. Anyway, it's fine. Just leave him. He'll be all right. I mean, I was, but I was like, well, how did you know? <laughs> you just save people, like, every other week. Uh, every time we bring someone from the other states... They drowned and we just bring them up here and then we make s'mores. That, <laughs> yeah. That's how it felt. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was horrifying. Yeah, so I hate water. So that's what I'm scared of uh, on this commemorative Halloween special. <laughs> so, so now when I piss off the wrong people, they kidnap me and then take me out to the ocean and just drop me in with a weight on my ankle. I, would, I, I think that would, I would die of a heart attack or a stroke within the first two feet of my head going under. <laughs> because that is the probably the scariest thing I, I could possibly think of. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if I had like some weird like kid trauma thing. I don't think it's that people. I think it's just uh darkness and drowning are scary. It is. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm not weird. like I'm it's one of the few phobias I have. Like that's why I don't like swimming in deep open water where you can't see. Like the Caribbean, I can swim there and I can go snorkeling there cuz I can see. But like a lake? Ah, heck no. <laughs> okay, you know, there's a scene in Castaway where he's swimming off of this, like, raft thing, right? Yeah. And then, like, you can see his leg kicking in that little shallow water. But then the camera pans down, and all you see is his white leg. Yeah. And then black. Yeah. And I'm like, nope! 
Nope, that's yeah. a wrap. Nope. They're like, uh, Mr. Smith, we were going to cast you for this part instead of Tom Hanks. You're going to get like $3 million, but you're going to have to shoot in the ocean. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll go cut grass and be a poor-ass podcaster. That's what I'll do. When, when, I swim, <laughs> when I swim in deep water, it feels like I'm standing on top of like a radio antenna tower. That's what it feels like to me. Because in my mind, like, yeah, I'm floating on top of the water, but I feel like I'm on the edge of a cliff. Because okay. I'm like, oh my goodness, it's so far down there. I'm and literally out of there. I'm, I'm I hate li- it. I'm literally scared right now. <laughs> so we need to find a silver lining really quick. Like, okay, here's my silver lining. I'm not in the ocean right now. I'm sitting at a table. I'm on Earth. It is raining outside. But it's not deep enough to drown me. No. This is me talking myself back into like not being scared. And you're surrounded by Diet Pepsi. Yeah, I wouldn't even swim in a vat of that. <laughs> Although if I was going down, I'd rather suck that in than salt water, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Tastes um, better. Yeah. Yeah, I did that was the other thing. I remember that. Because I did like actually like I wasn't Start playing. I was trying like I swallow I took in water. Yeah. And I remember, like, oh, is this what jizz tastes like? What, what the? Like that? I was like, so this is where they take the girls. Oh, okay. So that's why California girls swallow. They're just used to this shit, I think. But I heard. I don't know. I didn't find out while I was there or anything. But, and if you're a girl from California, I, I, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And you're probably not even offended. You're like, wow, we figured it out. Like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot of spinners out there. Just, they're used to it. Did I say that? Yep, you did. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, you're not. Probably time to shut me up, right? Jazz is like, I liked it a lot better when you were drowning. Can we go back to that story? (laughs) (laughs) Horrible friend. Hey, is that baby still listening? Horrible friend. (laughs) That's true. I need to ask. Yeah, yeah. listener with the baby. Is uh, baby still enjoying the show? We'd like to know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. It's been it's been it's been a, a really good podcast. I, I I was looking forward to uh, just sitting down and chatting with you, oh, and yeah. uh, hearing about what was going on. A, a lot of times I, I miss that. That's really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been good, and yeah, it is about time to wrap this up. So, I think we do need to end it on that comment because that'll make a nice little excerpt for the lead in for the show. Wait, what did I say? Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. I made it all that far, man. I was that, cl- I was that close? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> on that uh, note, everybody, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please reach out to us this week. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, go buy some uh, gear from JFlex. You can find him under the, J- on the, under the Flexin episode. You can get his info there. Send him an email, send him 30 bucks, get, you know, really cool hoodie or a crew neck and a, uh, listen to his music. And also, yeah, hit us up. Keep enjoying the podcast. Keep looking for the silver linings. 
And uh, yeah, be good people. I'm not in the ocean. I'm on the ground. I'm on the ground. I'm on the ground. Bye bye. Is this what jizz tastes like? What what the